Terror booster. 
Van Lucker Ghost, and this episode is Anime Entropy and Other Sad Tales. Peg Talks Expansive Sound. There's going to be a couple parts to this because I'm in the middle of doing <laughs> my day job. But, um, well, I, we did last week because of the Thanksgiving holiday. We had very productive recording sessions where we used our Teenage Engineering OPZ, which is a little micro wonder hardware synth. And then we used our analog modes in Arturia um, that are in our Eurorack solution from Arturia called the 6U. And we used some make noise modules to do some really uh, strange modulation, what we call when we use um, typical Eurorack techniques of uh, using like a control, uh, set of control unit, like a mass module, and then using low frequency oscillators to trigger analog you know loops or clips and so we've got some very interesting analog percussive modulation going on between the dfam 
and the Mother 32 in the Arturia Mini Brew 2S. We're going to go deep into these songs, but the songs that we're going to talk about today, the Teenage Engineering track, You're So Fly, or, well, original version was called You're So Fly, but the version that actually has vocals. There's a version that doesn't have vocals called You're So Fly, but You're Not Mine. But the one we're going to talk about here is called So Fly You Are, But You're Not Mine. The other song, and that's a Teenage Engineering song, and then the other two songs are um, Moog and Arturia, Yorick, Strange Modulation songs. And there's Love's Epitaph and Entropy Anomie. So we're going to get into these songs uh, after the break. And uh, it's very cool to use these hardware sense and these uh, type of strange modulation techniques. What's also been done that's interesting, that in um, So Fly You Are But You're Not Mine, we use the sampling capability of the teenager during OPZ. Uh, and then we also overdub it with Josephine Electric's voice. So there's a phantom voice going on, and then there's Josephine's voice going on. And, so, and there's a sample, but it's not coming from the morphogene, which is our primary sampler. It's coming from the OPZ, which is somewhat easier to sample on because it's immediate and you can kind of do it wherever you are. But we'll talk about it after the break. Thank you. Oh, yeah. 
Electric Ghost, and you're listening to Josephine Electric doing um, our homage to punk or Riot Girl punk. So, you know, the type of uh, rock that we got from the Runaways, uh, from uh, from Susie and the Banshees, the kind of rock that we get today from bands like Soap Girls and Juliana Hatfield. My showing my um. My love of um, the Blake Babies. I'm big time into that kind of thing. And Liz Fair and her kind of punk aesthetic, Riot Girl aesthetic. And so Josephine Electric in this particular song is talking about love's epitaph. And this is uh, this the kind of uh, a, a node <laughs> or an ode to the dissolution of of love, of love falling apart. So that's why this is kind of like anomie, entropy, and other sad tales. <clears throat> kind of goes with the concept 
of this collection, we've actually put together a playlist on SoundCloud so you can hear these songs. They all got this central theme, which is also a theme of Dark Ghost. And Dark Ghost Volume 1, the new version that will be on Bentley Records, which we're working toward, <clears throat> uh, may have these songs, may not. Um, may have one of them or may have all of them. Uh, this song we like a lot because we're using the Arturia Mabry 2S, um, but we're taking the clock from a DFAM and driving the modulation of our Arturia Mabry 2S. And then we're using a make noise mass module and we're playing the filter. So we're playing the, the dials on the, on the mass module to do the rising and falling of the signal. So you'll hear kind of this kind of portamento kind of slide, decrescendo sliding down and then sliding up and then all kinds of punk type of nine inch nails trend Reznor effects. And this is what you can do when you have a Moog. Um, you know, Trent Reznor is famous for using the mini Moog and the Mother 32 and a DFAM have a lot of capabilities that give you similar type of sounds that you get from that kind of kind of industrial sound um, that Trent did. And I really love because I'm a big purveyor of um, punk aesthetic from bands like Who's To Do and uh, Green Day, Nirvana, um, you know, Joy Division, uh, a lot of bands like that, New Order, Daypatch Mode. But I kind of like that hard edge that the replacements had on Tim had on uh, Let It Be, um, you know, Who's Could Do, uh, New Day Rising, Zen Arcade, name dropping these songs like Flip Your Wig, um, these albums to kind of drive my my punk aesthetic. And then why I flip it is they have kind of this, um, you know, Riot Girl aspect through Josephine. So Josephine's kind of flipping this kind of thing where she's saying, you know, did you want my kiss or did you want my fist? And she's kind of being this really tough punk rocker. And she's like, F this guy that, you know, thought he was going to abuse me. Like, I'm going to take hands, things into my own hands. And if he tries to mess with Josephine, Josephine's going to like knock him out. And it's just the kind of flip side of, you know, what goes on in the world and Josephine just wants to, you know, show that she's just as tough as anybody. And if, if, if some guy thought he was going to put her in a compromising position, he's going to end up <laughs> with a black eye. It's, it's kind of what, what it is. And then and like, she's basically saying, oh, good love is dead. And, you know, this, this kind of stuff is coming for you. If you're going to treat Josephine Electric like that, you're going to face love's epitaph. Um, and so that's the, the final song in this set of three songs this trilogy of songs. We think they all kind of interrelated in their sound um, and to their concept, even though the teenage engineering's OPZ was used on So Fly You Are. <clears throat> we still use the Moogs and we still used um, a lot of the capabilities in our hardware synth uh, collection. And we're still kind of going to flip over to what we always talk about is the new synths that are coming out. Um, now, uh, Behringer has kind of learned from its mistakes or missteps, and they're creating the Poly-D, which has a lot more physical room on it. So the knobs are, are you know, spread out, and it's got a full keyboard. But it's, you know, it's not really a polyphonic keyboard. It's a paraphonic keyboard. So we call it a Poly-D. I guess technically, if you can play more than one or two fingers, it's polyphonic. 
because it only it shares the filter and envelope, it only has one filter envelope, filter and envelope. It's paraphonic like the matriarch, which is pretty clear about being paraphonic. Um, it's cool that you're getting four oscillators, and it's probably going to be a lot cheaper than a than than a matriarch. But if you look at it, it really is not a replacement for a matriarch. The matriarch has the classic modules from Moog. It's got a lot more CV connectivity. Um, it has a lot of sound design capability. And the Moog oscillators just have, these are like, you know, very powerful Moog oscillators. That, when I've heard the, the demos of this Behringer, it does not have the sound of the grandmother or the matriarch. It doesn't sound as fat. So if I'm going to spend the money, I mean, I, the grandmother's actually on discount for like $100 off at, at Sweetwater. Um, or I mean, I think it's no ZC sounds, uh, but I think there's a promotion. It might be in both places, and you know, the grandmother could have a spring reverb, like a real analog spring reverb. It's modulation capabilities and just pure sound of that machine. It's it's like a modern mini Moog, and the the Poly D is, you know, maybe a mini Moog, but I still think the real mini Moog sounds better, from what I've heard. I haven't heard it really sing out, and it doesn't seem to have a lot of the modulation ability that the Moog has. It seems to be kind of flat in some places from the demos I've heard. It has some capabilities, but they add the you know, Juno 60, 106 chorus, which is cool, and they added the boss effect. But I, I really think that you could get a, a deeper sound out of the grandmother. Um, and the Matriarch is just like no comparison. It's just a lot more powerful with this analog delay and then the four oscillators in the ping pong mode and just the modulation points alone give you a lot of capability that you don't see on this synth. Um, so, you know, we're, we're probably leaning toward getting the grandmother just because that's what we, it's in our budget. And we'll talk to you more if we get one and it will be incorporated in a lot of our music going forward. Thank you very much for listening. And if you like what we're doing, please um, become a supporter of this channel on Anchor. You can do so for $0.99 cents or $4.99 or $9.99, $9.99. And um, we'd appreciate it. And if you do subscribe, um, like we said before, we can send you a CD once you've subscribed to our channel for, for $9.99 a month for more than two months. We'll send you a copy of The Flower That Blooms at Midnight on the Tomb uh, from Amazon.com. You just send us your information once you subscribe and let us know where you want it to be mailed. And we'll confirm that you become a supporter, and then we'll send you off the, the, um, the album. Thank you. So this is Phantom Electric Ghost, and we're going to talk about the song Entropy Anime, which is a very interesting song because uh, it's the phantom voice um, that we typically don't like to use. Um, and it's using kind of our poetic sensibilities from when we used to write um, Victorian romantic and poetry inspired um, collections. Like we have a collection called Synesthesia, a collection called Dancing and Drowning in the Shallow Waters, and a collection called Cancer. Cancer was the only one that was actually published. The other two were unpublished. But I've taken for the last couple of years, a lot of the elements of these poems from the Dancing and Drowning in the Shallow Water poems were turned into a Bandcamp album 
that you can still find. You can find also find it on SoundCloud. Uh, it wasn't fully published by Bentley or Mojo Head Records, but it's a big collection of stuff we did back in 2016, 2017. And it has that kind of poetic sensibilities where we took poems and turned them into lyrics. And so Entropy Anime is, is not exactly a poem we ever wrote, but it's concepts from synesthesia and dancing and drowning in the wa shallow waters uh, to put into a lyrical form so it can be a song. And what we did with this song is we have some interesting uh, modulation coming off of the Arturium Abu 2S, which is a very percussive synth. It can operate a lot like um, a mother uh, drummer from another mother, which is the Moog um, percussive analog synth. What's similar about it is it has two oscillators. What's dissimilar is it has a state variable filter and then it has a looping envelope. And then it has two LFOs, which allows you to do a lot of interesting modulation and has a very powerful sequencer. They can even sequence the velocity, gate, pitch, and other things. Um, we primarily use it to drive the modulation. Then we also layer a DFAM on top of that. And then we've been using the Make Noise Math module, which has the ability to do all kinds of <clears throat> logarithmic and exponential modulation of the signal chain that comes into your rack. And part of what we do with our URL rack is we have a Pittsburgh uh, four by two mixer, which allows us to take four VCA signals and um, actually mix them at different levels. There's actually a dial for every VCA incoming signal and then have it all go into the, the Mini Boot 2S and then all come out of the Mini Boot 2S into a Roland MX1 performance mixer. What's cool about that is then that creates a stereo signal from the modified signals coming from the Moog and these analog sense, because most analog sense, unless you have a matriarch or some other um, analog sense from like profit are, are usually monophonic. So that also a new technique we've been doing is we've been taking that signal and before it goes into our Zoom R24, which is our hardware recording solution, it goes into a Yamaha uh, mixer, which allows us to do, uh, it's a mixing council, it allows us to get into the gain and, and, and trim the, the um, a lot of aspects of the sound. So we, we can get into uh, a lot of the mixing council capabilities, the low, the medium, the high, add effects, um, you know, push it up in terms of the gain, like we said. And it just gives us a little more control over the sound before it goes into the zoom. So we'll talk about it more in the next uh, segment. So this is the Family Library Ghost. And what you hear in the background is so far you are, but you're not mine. What's interesting about this song is that the primary beat was created on the Teenage Engineering OPZ. We've got some really interesting LFO modulation being done on the Roland System 1M, being triggered manually um, and through sequence on an Arturia uh, Beatstep Pro. 
And then uh, what's also interesting is you didn't hear it there, but there's a sample of my voice kind of running backwards. And the story with this song is I, I, I did this like sample of my voice and then I ran it backwards. And then what I kind of heard, you know, what I'm actually saying is not what you hear. But what I kind of got out of it was like, um, you're so fly. Um, and that's not exactly what I was saying. But when you ran it backwards and change the speed, it sounds like that. And so that kind of drove me to write the lyrics where Josephine's talking about this person. It could be a male, it could be a female. who's so voluptuous, so enticing so gorgeous that you know they're just fly <laughs> but they're not hers and she just keeps on kind of going into this like chant and this kind of longing kind of you know feel that she knows she can't get this person but she wants to and that's the whole driving factor of it and it's kind of this the vibe of the song is, is like wanting, wanting, and you know not being able to to do it with this person. And so we thought it was really interesting to put together the OPZ, which we did use the OPZ for our album, "The Flower That Blooms at Midnight in the Tomb," which is available on all streaming services, um, and it's also on Amazon.com. As a CD, it's the fourth Fan Electric Ghost CD, and all four of our CDs are still available. And so that's kind of cool that we still have. Um, and some of these albums, like the first three Fan Electric Ghost albums, um, are on CD, but they're not available for streaming. But The Flower That Blooms at Midnight in a Tomb is both available as a CD and on all streaming services. And the added thing is it was recorded like this song, So Fly You Are, on the Teenage Engineering OPZ, uh, which we find to be a great um, basic track layer. You know, a lot of times the drum machine on it is very intuitive, very easy to use. You can either real-time record or step record, and then the concept of step components allows you to add all kinds of strange modulation. And so in some ways with the step components, you can do what you do on a Moog or an Arturia modular synth. You can play with the step components like you play with the knobs per function on an analog synth that doesn't have all of its controls buried. And that's one of the things that's cool about analog synth is that like if you have a Moog DFAM or a Mother 32 and Arturia Mini Brute 2S, or you have um, a hardware synth like a System 1M compared to a Juno, like a Juno doesn't have a lot of its controls exposed. You got a menu dive, which is, you know, satisfying when you do, but it's kind of hard to get to. And it was a technique that a lot of synth companies came to after like the DX7 and the D50. You know, they went forward with this kind of menu diving base that a lot of people have rebelled against and want to see the workflows that now you see Behringer bringing back a lot of modules and even Roland has their boutique modules. And it's, you know, the new sense, like uh, the System 8, the Jupiter X, Jupiter XM, all have the controls exposed, like the original Jupiter 8 and 106, Juno 106s. And even the fan now has some of the synth controls not buried in the menu, because it seems to be that's the new uh, normal. And so this song, 
we we like a lot because of the teenage engineering um, aspects. We put it on SoundCloud and immediately got picked up for a repost and got reposted and did pretty well. Uh, we, we're going to put it out as a song for um, Bentley. We sent it for engineering. Um, we're in the process of sending it. We were kind of writing so many songs in this session that uh, it was very productive because of the, the, the um, holiday time for Thanksgiving. A lot of these songs were written during that time. Uh, and so we were very productive with what we were able to do. And um, we hope you enjoy it. And um, we're going to talk about the next song.
Close to the coast, stay on the line, half a man.